0: Welcome back for another video. In this one we're going to talk about all the takeaways from the weekend's action and transfer plans ahead of double game week 25. We've got a massive game week ahead of us with Liverpool and City in particular Dublin. Huge gains to be had. So Man City defeated Everton 2-0 at the Etihad to kick the game week off. KDB Walker and Bernardo Silva all named on the bench came on second half. Haaland making it near impossible to look past him for captaincy in Gaming 25 with a brace and all three bonus points for a 13 point haul. His 5th double digit return in 17 starts this season. His first shot was a power shot that Pickford couldn't prevent going in, and his second he brushed Brandt off the ball with some ridiculous strength to put himself 1 on 1, KDB got the assist for the second. That was De Bruyne's 150th assist for City across all competitions. Shockingly, Edison kept a clean sheet as well. Given the unpredictability of City's backline, he could be a solid pick. He's got another two home games coming in the double, and then he's got Bournemouth in Game Week 26. Alvarez started, but he didn't have the best game. His appeal certainly dropped with Haaland and KDB back, but he's got to be a hold for the double if you've got him. So, who are the best City assets for double Game Week 25? But it's got to be Haaland, and then probably Foden and De Bruyne. As a reminder, City play midweek in the Champions League before next game week. And that might have been why we saw a few peripheral players in the starting 11 against City with one eye on the Copenhagen fixture. Let us know in the comments if your triple captains active on Haaland or not. Liverpool 3 Burnley 1. A lot to cover here. So Alisson missed out having come down with a flu as did Gomez. So Kelleher filled in in goal. No clean sheet unfortunately. Drosser and Darwin Owners rewarded both on the score sheet. Darwin's 1.34 expected goal involvement, the top of Gameweek 24 among forwards. 5 shots in the box, one big chance created as well. He should have had a second goal. Diaz had a clear chance to feed him through 1-1 one one, but he didn't spot the run. Trent started the game but he was off at half time with a knee issue. Klopp was asked about it post match and he said quote, Same area in the knee, nothing really bad but he felt it again and we have to see now, we have to assess it. If you've got him at this point you have to hold and hope for the best, wait to see what Klopp says in the with 25 presser as well. Liverpool do have the early kick off as well so we may get some early team news. Again you play him if you've got him as he could play versus Lewin even if he misses the first game, but if he doesn't start against Brentford then avoid buying Van Dijk and Alisson the best defensive assets, assuming Allison's recovered from flu. If we're being realistic, there's probably a good chance of rotation in their second game, given it's Luton home and on the weekend after is the League Cup Final. Darwin and Jota both great picks for the double though. A shock result as Luton were beating 3-1 at home against Sheffield United. Delti and Kaminski were popular transfers in ahead of this one, plus the doubles to follow. Somewhat unlucky for doughty owners though, he created 9 chances against Sheffield United, which is more than any player in the Premier League game this season. His appeal is reduced this week, if you are going to buy him it had to be for Sheffield United, then the double. They got Man United and Liverpool so it's a really poor double. The sensible thing now is to get him in GW28 with a much better double game week, and maybe plays in 29. You're also adding a blank GW26 player to your team if you buy now. Archer was back in the start in 11 for Sheffield United for the first time since GW19 which was also against Luton. Good news if you're struggling to scrape a team together for gimmick 26 and if you got him. He just might keep his spot now. Nottingham Forest 2, Newcastle 3 Newcastle's defensive woes continuing, a 1 pointer for Dubravka. Cher scored, which was actually assisted by Botman, and Trippy also assisted Bruno G. Trippi has now registered 10 Premier League assists this season, no player's got more, and this is the first time he's hit double digit figures in a single league season, both in England and Spain. Newcastle are 15th for expected goals conceded this season. The biggest surprise was Gordon, who Eddie Howe had basically all but ruled out this game. He ended up starting but he did blank. It's become abundantly clear as the season goes on that Howe's word can't be taken at face value and our own assessment is going to be required when it comes to Newcastle. Share and target with a sneaky bit of insider knowledge. They both started Gordon in their FPL teams. Spurs edged a win over Brighton with a Johnson winner coming in the dying seconds of the game. Son made the bench on his return from the Asian Cup and he came on and it was him who assisted the winner. Richarlison blanked and Estupinian 0 pointer who did start but he was booked and minus 1 for conceding twice. He was tracking Johnson but he sort of gave up on the run so certainly at some fault for the goal conceded. However Lamptey might have picked up an injury who had previously impressed at left back so it might be the case that Estupinian keeps his spot. Jao Pedro missed out, and when Brighton won a penalty, it was gross who took it, and he finished on 10 points. It was a crazy afternoon for Arsenal. Six win away to West Ham, some huge points in this game. Saka scoring twice for 15 points. Both centre backs, Gabriel and Saliba, netted for a 12 point to reach. Amazingly, despite both scoring and keeping a clean sheet, neither ended on bonus points. Rice played a part in that. Up against his old team, he got a goal and two assists for a 17 point haul. The 6-0 scoreline West Ham's joint-heaviest ever home league defeat and Arsenal's joint-largest ever away win. Odegaard got 2 assists as well. Saka won a penalty which he buried himself and his 2.19 expected goal involvement was the highest of any player on the weekend. If you were tempted to sell an Arsenal defender or Saka for a double gameweek asset, some food for thought to reconsider. At the end of the day, there's some great fixtures for single gameweekers this week. Arsenal against Burnley, Villa have got Fulham, Spurs have got Wolves, Double Gaming Mania has taken over, but referring back to the earlier points, City do have Champions League midweek, Liverpool have got the League Cup Final a few days after Gaming 25 ends for them. Don't be surprised if a few double gaming assets get 1 start and mine cameo off the bench. The final match of the weekend saw Villa defeated 2-1 by Man United. Massive result for United who have closed the gap in Villa above them in 5th. Hoyland opened proceedings and he's scored in each of his last 4 games now with 2 assists over that run as well. After a slow start to the season he's found his feet now, and he could be a handy pick in game Week 26 when United are home to Fulham. They do have loot in game Week 25 as well, again another really good single game week fixture, but you're probably more sensible focusing a striker transfer on someone like Tony, Darwin or Haaland. Maguire had a brilliant game, he got an assist and some bonus points, only 4.2 mil, and again he could be a useful budget pick, with Lissandro Martinez injured. A disappointing Watkins blank unless you didn't have him, or if you sold him. He had a couple of chances including a powerful header but it he was straight at Nana. Douglas Suiz scored Villa's goal, he's moved 2 points ahead of Gordon now over the season and he's 0.6 mil cheaper. So in terms of game Week 24 here's the team and transfer plans, Edison in goal, Saliba, Trent and Pedro Poro in defence, Gordon, Richarlison, Saka and Foden in midfield and then up top Solanke, Darwin and Haaland. A bit of a benching headache with Dubravka, Estupinan, Palmer and Pinnock on the bench. Despite the double game week, Pinnock's on the bench. Famous last words, but I think I'd rather play Saliba or Pedro Porro for their single game week. It is a strong bench and it almost looks bench boostable, but the triple captain chip is active on Haaland. A good way to look at it is how many points could Haaland get versus how many points could the bench get, and will there be a better week to activate the chip not used? Triple Captain Solanke game week 28 is definitely an option, but I prefer Haaland now, and I'll find another week to bench boost. So I've got one free transfer after using two last week, exactly one mil in the bank. There's only one transfer I'm actually considering, which is Pedro Porro to Van Dyke for a third Liverpool asset, already got Triple City. The problem with this is I'll be selling Porro, who plays in Gamec 29, and I'll be booking in a minus 4 in Gamec 26 to get 11 players out. At the moment, I've got 9. So the plan is to roll the transfer this week, despite the double game week, and then use two free transfers in Gamec 26. Although I'm swerving selling Porro this week with one eye on Gamec 29, I might end up free hitting then anyway. We're at the mercy of the FA Cup 5th round which is in a couple of weeks at the end of the month. The results there will dictate who plays in GW29. The 3 games definitely on are Burnley vs Brentford, Fulham vs Spurs and West Ham vs Villa. At the moment I've only got 3 players which is terrible. In GW26 I'll be adding a further 2 for 5, and hopefully some upsets in the cup will top that number up. We're all hoping that Luton don't blank, it gives us the perfect opportunity to load up on their players for double GW28. If they don't blank, then probably the best strategy could be to load up and Embormer for Luton, and then free-hit GW29. We'll talk more about that nearer the time anyway. Let us know in the comments how you got on and what your transfer plans are. There's loads of double GW content to come this week, so make sure you subscribe him. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.